So today is a day we've been waiting for for quite some time. A great leader in our world, one of the most important leaders in our world, has had to uh, address, I guess, us as a group of people. Um, we didn't know the exact timing. A lot of different things have been going on in this climate. And finally, at a little delayed time than some might have expected, this great leader, this important figure in our lives addressed us. And that is Jake Fromm, who is officially declared for the 2020 NFL draft. Um, and that's a, uh, I, I don't, I don't, uh, there's a whole bottle of emotions to, to unravel with this. So um, we're going to go Jake Fromm. Talk a little bit about the Cade May story because that's too absurd to not um, too absurd to not dive into, and then we'll get into a Yom story. But this might run a little longer. But uh, here we go. Jake Fromm, winner of the Rose Bowl, led us to a national championship in his first season, pushed two five stars away, Justin Fields, who was in the playoff this year, obviously it was nasty, and Jacob Eason, um, coming off his worst season to date, far and away, and his best game of the season in the Sugar Bowl, far and away. Um is a lot to unravel. So here are, I'll start with the, the, the cons. The cons are, we don't know for sure who's going to be our quarterback and they're not going to be able to get in practice as soon as Jake Fromm would be coming into the season. So we got some names in the transfer portal. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but that's a con. Losing that rapport with these young receivers, Don Blaylock, hopefully he'll be healthy early enough in the season next year. I think he will be. Um, but also, but most importantly, obviously, George Pickens. Um, losing that rapport that he had built with the year with them, that trust, that's that's something that's going to be hard to replace. Um, him working along James Coley for another year, that's something that's going to be hard to replace, especially with if we don't change our offense with the grad venture coming in. That's a big question mark right there. And... There's no denying, yeah, it wasn't a great season, but the dude's talented. He's smart as hell. We'll never forget that third and seven check with Sonny Michelle that went 40 yards in the Rose Bowl. He's been consistently saved with the ball. I, I know, like, he wasn't a, against USC this year. That was why we lost, was three of his picks were his fault, besides the one that went to Tyler Simmons' hands. That's either here nor there, but hasn't been great. But like this season particularly, but he is overall very good with the ball. He's safe with the ball. And he's a leader. People gravitate towards him. He's handled adversity well. Um, and those are just some intangibles that we're gonna kind of be missing hard with from. Um so that that, that that's the biggest cons. And just I mean, I don't know, he's been the staple of the Kirby Smart era for the past three years and the three biggest years. So I won't forget sitting in the student section, 2017, September, or I guess it might have been late August at that point, 
App State game, Easton goes down on the second drive, and Jake Fromm came in. We're all we all were behind Fromm. I I mean I'll take credit. I mean I'll or not credit, but I'll take I'll be honest. I I was not completely sold on him because I thought Easton. It was too bad for Easton because he got hurt, and we don't know what could have been. People know my opinion on that. Um, I wasn't ready to count him out. I thought he had a fine freshman season and would have had a full second year to prove himself. But Jake Fromm took that job for himself, and he owned that job. And he kept that job for a reason. So that's uh, – so, I mean, that's been a staple. And then, I mean, obviously the Justin Fields situation, that's probably Kirby's biggest blemish because the way our offense is run, Justin Fields just makes sense. And we needed to – I mean, Fromm – did what he had to do. It's hard. It's such a hard decision where I don't blame Kirby, but hindsight's twenty twenty, and that's a forty three year old coach at the time making a decision to stick with his guy. So those are the cons. The pros are if Kirby will get his hands a little bit off this offense, open it up, run some of the same stuff we've been doing, get a guy with legs, Derek King. That'd be awesome. Put your name in the portal, brother. If not, Newman from um, Wake, he was a stud. And get him right in. We've already been in contact with him. Chase Bryce coming from um, Clemson, athletic as hell. Ed Wall's the one who showed me him first. Well, so shout out to Eddie. Um, but, I mean, we're going to have a pick of the litter of transfer quarterbacks, ones that are more athletic and ones that are more inclined to use the benefits of an RPO of a read option system, of a opening it up spread system than Jake Fromm really took advantage of because I've been saying this. I don't think I remember Jake Fromm pulling it one time since, I don't know, the one time I can truly remember him pulling it is 2017 when we destroyed Tennessee and he pulled it for that like 11-yard touchdown run. That was it. That That's the last time I remember. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm excited. I don't, I'm excited. I'm disappointed. I'm unsure. Um confident i'm a whole bottle of emotions that i i just i don't know um but again in kirby i trust and yes but speaking of tennessee i have to touch on Cade mays um so bizarre move i'm sorry i get the whole wanting to play with your brother thing you should have done that two years ago when you committed um you knew that's where your brother was gonna go i i this whole Sue situation, this whole lawsuit situation is a complete joke. It just kind of shows sort of what this family is about, uh, that they waited to sue the University of Georgia for this incident after he had committed, like for an incident before he, like during his recruitment. And then two years later, after he'd already played an 11-game season, played in big moments, played in the Sugar Bowl and said, bright things are for the future – 10 minutes after he decides to put his name in the transfer portal straight towards Tennessee, he goes and his family files a lawsuit. Obviously, they're trying to get immediate eligibility for a hardship, but that's complete bullshit. Uh, so I'm not going to lie. lost a lot of respect for him, but if there's one position I'm not worried about, as the Sugar Bowl showed, it is our offensive line. We have – Brody Jones coming in, especially after Auburn's O-line coach resigned today. Um, I think he's going to be a lot. Van Pran's coming in. I mean, we're Tate Ratledge coming in, but we also already have Trust. Jamari, Trey Hill is going to be there. We're going to be fine on O-line. I mean, Ben Cleveland, like, we're going to be – our O-line is, like, the last edition of work. So, 
that's sort of the state of the dogs right now. Of course, this all happens two years to the day of 2nd and 26, January 8th. In two years, I might just take an Ambien and sleep the entire day, no matter where I am. I might just get in my car, park it in some field, and take an Ambien and sleep for the entire day so I don't have to deal with the bad news in live time. And I can just soak it in the next day when it's not all in my face because – Ooh, January 8th, do not serve the Bulldogs well. But, again, in Kirby, I trust. The world's not ending. We'll be back. I'm not worried at all. Um, to end on the sports note, I was going to talk about some of the coaching hires in the NFL. Um, the Georgia news today that came down like a fucking hailstorm. I mean, this team, this program, you go from a week of getting Darnell, getting – like beating Memphis at Memphis, just like your guys going off, like Mikhail Sherman going off, like just a, a week, like Sugar Bowl win, a week of just greatness to then this week of blowing another lead against Kentucky. <sighs> Jake Fromm leaving. I mean, at least Monty Rice stayed this week. So that's good. But it's just like, ah, uh, I mean, the cardiac dogs. But in Kirby, I trust. I stand by that. And – Go dogs. Um, I was going to talk about NFL coaching. But I'll save that for the next one because I do have some very opinionated statements about certain coaching hires in certain places. But I'll save that for the next one. But once again, in Kirby, I trust. I hope in Kirby we all trust. And go fucking dogs. Okay, I got to go into some more detail about this Caden Day story. This shit is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, can you imagine – being so fucking stupid, you somehow get your finger chopped off in a metal folding chair? Like, have you ever sat in a goddamn chair before? And how fat does your finger have to be to get stuck in it? And then how dumb do you have to be to then slice it off? The image of Kate Maze's dad's finger just popping off across the room and like fucking angels in the outfield, Sam Pittman diving open arm extended to like catch it, shove his finger in ice. Like, I don't know what he did with the scraps, probably fed it to Ugga. And like, and like them being like, oh, it's okay. Like when we're missing my finger, but my son likes you enough. We're going to come to Georgia. The two years later, he's like, looks down at his finger. He's like, ah, oh, shit. You know what? I missed that little part of my finger. Like, damn it. Like my son needs to play first at Tennessee right now. He needs immediate eligibility. Like, I, if I had my finger back, my whole life would be different. Like, dude, you're a fucking idiot. You're a fucking idiot who got your finger cut off in a fucking metal chair. Like, that's all – like, that's so dumb. Like, you shouldn't even, have, like, file a lawsuit because, one, you're not going to get anything from it. You think stupid-ass Kate Mays' dad is going to be able to fight the general counsel that the University of Georgia has. Good luck with that. And, two, all you've done is publicize that, one, you're a scumbag for trying to get this media eligibility and some cash from UGA. And, two, you're just a fucking dipshit. And, I mean, if you're going to get your finger cut off by a metal chair at a recruiting event, you kind of have it coming. And I don't want to say you deserve it, but eh, you kind of fucking deserve it. So uh, that's what my thoughts are on Cade Mays' dad's finger flying across the room like a Jose Altuve belted ALCS Game 7 home run. Just out of here! Now for a little y'all. Disclaimer. I fucking love Fiji. It is one of my favorite places I've ever been. The people are amazing. Take this for what it is, but I have a cut on my hand for being a 
blood brother of the tribe there. So that probably wasn't the safest thing I've ever done, but I'm either here nor there. I haven't died yet, so I don't think that's going to kill me. But I love Fiji. I love the people. I love the country. It's beautiful. The mountains, the rivers, the beaches, the diving. It's all incredible. But uh, one thing that could be a little bit improved was the health care I received in Pacific Harbor. So I wake up the last morning of our time in this village, and next thing I know, again, this is the yawn portion. So for those of you who don't want to hear some graphic details, adios, amigos. But I, um, I wake up, and I'm feeling fine. Maybe an hour after I'm awake, I'm like, oh, shit, something's not right. I go to their essential toilet, which is a portageon, and start vomiting everywhere. And it's like brutal. And then it's both sides. And then I'm just like a fucking cannon out both sides. And I can't like do anything. Like my eyes are watering. There's like 12 fucking kids who like need my like leadership. Like I'm being paid to lead them. And I can't even stand up because of everything coming out of my mouth and coming out of my ass. It was absolutely foul. So then I get put in a jeep because they're like okay no shit we can't raft you down the damn river like you're gonna want to destroy our canoe which i'm or kayak or um little inflatable kayak is i forgot what they, we call them but um ducky um you're either you're obviously gonna destroy and stay in the hell out of that which is just gnarly and like i don't i need to go get health care like i'm fucking dying so I'm riding this Jeep with a girl who was also sick, not nearly as sick as me, but it made me feel a bit worse because I was like, damn, this girl was also sick. Like, I need to, like, help her out. Like, fuck. And meanwhile, I am just dying. And, of course, this Jeep ride, I have to have the windows cracked, and I'm, like, put my head out to, like, roll down the windows of this Jeep because we're coming out of the mountains of Fiji. And it's, let's not say they're, it's a manhattan streets they're pretty rocky and not very much paved at all so there's dirt roads they're like rocky and bumpy coming out of the mountains like every bump i'm like i'm gonna squeeze my ass cheeks together and like like hold my stomach to make sure i don't yak or i just have to screw down the windshield the manual uh window roller down as fast as possible to like hopefully not yak with this person's car but at that point i was just dying i finally get to this hospital and i'm like i've already probably lost like five pounds Faces wise as a ghost. Other people saw me and they're like, holy hell, you look like shit. I was like, oh, you think? I had to pay like eight Fijian dollars to like use the – to like sit on the ground in the public Fijian bathroom to just continue to explode out of both ends. And I'm like, I don't know what I have. I'm just like dying. I'm literally dying. And finally, we go to the health clinic. And it's me and this girl. And I'm like, take care of Kendall. Make sure she's okay. Make sure this girl's okay. And I'm like, oh, and she's like, Thomas, I like, I'm like not feeling great, but like you are really sick. I was like, no, 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 no. And then like, I'm like about to explode again. And I'm like, is there a bathroom, bathroom? And the very nice, very sweet Fijian medical lady, I don't know if I can call her a doctor because I don't know if she was a doctor. She uh, then takes me back and she's like, oh, yeah, come on, come on, come on. And I'm like, okay, can we hurry this process up? Like, I'm fucking dying. And walks me outside of the medical clinic and points to the field outside. Not a bathroom, not a bathroom, but a field. And I, I can't even question it because at this point I have to yak everywhere. I am, I'm like holding everything in. Luckily, this was only 
one side of this time, but I'm on my hands and knees in this field, throwing up like a sick, rabid dog. And people are staring at the random tan Southern American kid sitting in like moon dance gear in this random field, just throwing up everywhere, just pointing at me like, what the hell is this? And I'm just like, dying i'm like i i, I freaking i what else what am i supposed to do i'm just sitting there just like look i i, I asked her a bathroom and i was given a field i can't say no to the damn field i'm not gonna puke all over their office so then i go back in there and i'm like okay yeah i think i think i'm pretty sick and she injects me with something in the shoulder which i still have no earthly idea what it was so not only did i make a blood pact with a chief i don't think that's what it was but hell, it could have been i don't regret it because i'm still part of that village but um, I also got injected with something. I have no idea what it was. Uh, and then they gave me a bunch of pills and um, salts, like hydration salts. And like 36 hours later, I could get out of bed and kind of start walking. And then like two days later, I was I couldn't really surf because that's what we were doing at the time. But I was able to like sort of be active. But like I fucking like got some maybe like disgusting parasite and or God knows what it was. And then like. This year, past year, it's like, I don't know, it was like June. I see two people like on their honeymoon in Fiji had exactly what I had, like symptoms-wise, like because I had the fever too, all of it, and they just died. They just fucking died. So like that is scary as shit because if I had known that at the time, I'd be like, well, like I'm just going to die here. I'm going to die in this field on my hands and knees, shit my brains out and puking all over the place like a gross mud. Um, and I guess throw me in the trash, but I'm, here I am sitting here rambling into the microphone about grossness and the absurd shit that happens in my life. So, um, there's your yom. So, uh, I will see y'all next time. Go dogs, Jake Fromm. I hope you succeed in the NFL. And, um, if you go to Fiji, I don't know, be in a place with the bathroom so you don't have to uh, be on your hands and knees in a field. But uh, see y'all later.